Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 31st. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Missouri college students are paying about 50% more to attend a public college than students nearly two decades ago. That's in large part due to declining state support. Higher education is usually one of the first things that's cut when state economies are struggling. Reporter Aviva Okuson-Haberman explores what students are doing to pay for school. That's in just a few minutes, but first, the news. Planned Parenthood's chief medical officer says abortion is a safe procedure at the organization's clinic in St. Louis. Dr. Colleen McNicholas testified yesterday during a hearing about the future of that clinic. She walked attorneys through the four cases the state cited as proof the clinic put patients at risk. McNicholas says that the rate of failed procedures at the clinic was well below the average for such a facility. There is no clarity about what they see as the problem. Um, And I think we have repeatedly demonstrated that quality of care can't be the problem because we continue to provide excellent care. State regulators did not renew the abortion clinic's license earlier this year because of patient safety concerns. The hearing is expected to determine if Missouri acted legally in denying that license. Planned Parenthood contends state regulators are searching for a reason to shut down the state's only abortion clinic. St. Louis will make more than 185 additional beds available throughout the city this winter to people who are homeless. Mayor Lida Krusen says the city will spend $500,000 to buy the beds and supplies for shelters. The money comes from a tax businesses pay on out-of-state purchases. It's been a year-long planning process. We've come a long way in a short amount of time because we care about providing the services for the people who need it the most, for the people who are the most vulnerable. The city's cold weather shelter and outreach initiative will offer continuous services December through February. Until then, shelters will only be open if temperatures drop to 32 degrees or below. Last year, the temperature threshold was 20 degrees or 25 degrees with some snow or rain. Black babies in St. Louis County are much more likely to die before their first birthday than white babies. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan explains, the new report highlights persistent racial disparities in the health of moms and babies. The death rate among black babies in St. Louis County has declined steadily since 2014. But a new report from the County Department of Public Health finds black infants are still twice as likely to die before their first birthday compared to white infants. Causes can range from low birth weight to accidental injuries. The rate of pregnancy-related deaths among black mothers was also nearly double that of white mothers. The department's acting director, Spring Schmidt, says poverty is a contributor There could be housing instability, there could be food insecurity, there could be neighborhood violence or community trauma, and all of that impacts both mother and baby. This is the department's first comprehensive report on maternal and infant health. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Tell a friend to check out The Gateway every weekday morning. Also, we want to know what you think. Email us, feedback at stlpublicradio.org. Missouri spends close to a billion dollars on its 27 public four-year universities and two-year colleges. But since 2000, the state funding per student has dropped by almost half. 
Reporter Aviva Okasen-Haberman tells us that decline leaves students picking up the bill. Just Merritt started worrying about how she was going to pay for college when she was in seventh grade. We kind of knew going in that uh, I was going to need as many scholarships as possible and we were going to be taking out some loans. It was just kind of inevitable and it happened. <laughs> Merritt is now a sophomore at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, studying environmental science and says she's taken out about $16,000 in student loans. Her mom has also had to take out student loans to help her. It's, it's been a real stress. It's something that's on my mind a lot and I hope I can pay my mom back after I get a job in my field. Adjusted for inflation, the average cost of in-state tuition at a public four-year university in Missouri has increased by 61 percent since 1999, according to data from the Department of Higher Education and Workforce Development. Nationally, tuition is actually increasing at a much higher rate, almost doubling in two decades. Missouri hasn't seen as steep increases because of a 2007 state law that restricts tuition hikes. But Missouri, like most states, is increasingly relying on tuition instead of state funding to pay for higher education, according to Sophia Latterman. She's a senior policy analyst with the State Higher Education Executive Officers Association. Higher education is usually... One of the first things that's cut when state economies are struggling, kind of because it's one of the only things you can cut because there is this other revenue source intuition. A KCUR analysis found Missouri four-year public colleges have seen a 46 percent drop in state funding per student since 2000. That's adjusted for inflation. Paul Wagner is the executive director of the Council on Public Higher Education, which lobbies for Missouri's 13 public four-year universities. He says when state funding doesn't keep up with inflation or enrollment, it just puts pressure on every other part of an institution's budget, whether that be tuition or fees or simply making cuts that ultimately will erode the quality of the programs and services. Wagner says higher education is susceptible to cuts because it's one of few places lawmakers can cut. About 82 percent of general revenue spending is mandatory, so you can't cut that. And higher education makes up the largest chunk of spending that's optional. We also are a very low tax state, so we have chosen as a matter of state policy over many years to consistently make tax cuts, and that has squeezed the other end of the equation. Meaning Missouri isn't likely to raise taxes to make up for lost funding. Without the funding, Wagner says many universities have put off needed repairs. A report last year found $1.4 billion in deferred maintenance across Missouri's public campuses. At Missouri State University in Springfield, President Cliff Smart says less funding led the school to cut things, like jobs and its field hockey team. We've had years where our employees didn't get a cost of living increase. But Smart noted a recent positive sign. Lawmakers boosted funding by $10 million to MSU during the last legislative session. On a Thursday afternoon at UMKC Student Union, Rachel Shriver is working on homework before her class. Her path to college hasn't been easy. She had her first child when she was young. I'm just hoping to have a better life with my kids, and that's my goal. That's the whole reason I'm in school. But in order to make that work, she's had to take out more than $50,000 in loans. So you're talking like, even when I start to make money, it'll be like a full year salary to pay it back. So 
It's hard. Shriver is set to graduate next year for a finance degree, but says she's already started to think about how her kids are going to pay for college a decade down the road. I'm Aviva Ukasin Haberman. This story is part of a collaboration across NPR member stations throughout Missouri. We will have more coverage on the cost of higher education in the state next month. November starts tomorrow, and that means today is Halloween. One of the St. Louis area October 31st traditions involves children telling jokes at the door before getting their Halloween candy. In that spirit, St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney asked some second graders yesterday at Patrick Henry Elementary School in St. Louis to tell him their best jokes. Why was the pumpkin scared of the ghosts? I don't know why. Because it said, boo! Was a ghost favorite breakfast? What's a ghost's favorite breakfast? I don't know what. Booberries. Booberries. I like booberries. Thank you. Why can't you put seven and nine in a math problem together? I don't know why. Because seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, and four more make seven. Six is afraid of seven. Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Some great stuff there. Thanks to Ryan and the children at Patrick Henry Elementary School. That last joke reminds me of the Bare Naked Ladies tune, seven, eight, nine. So we're going out with that instead of the regular music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Ever since 789 seems I've got an extra finger and an extra toe too. 789. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.